Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Guy Relford is a Second Amendment scholar. A two-way attorney, licensed firearms instructor, also at one time a young fledgling lawyer who was part of the uh, legal team that got the Colts to leave Baltimore and come here to Indianapolis back in the early 80s. Guy, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. By the way, I, I always exaggerate my role in that process because... I can, but uh, but most importantly, thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, and accessories. Check them out at fortlibertyfirearms.com. Was that the worst Colts game you've ever watched in your life? Like, I think back to some bad ones, like even worse than Curtis Painter era. Even worse than that forty-one nothing loss in the wild card in two thousand three to the Jets. That game, uh, that game Saturday, that game Sunday was just abominable. But did well, I use it, that yeah, word right? it, abominable. In part because it's the Patriots, you know, right? So yeah. you, you hate the Patriots, and we all went in there with some naive uh, belief that at least we had a shot because they haven't been burning it up in Foxborough either. Uh, but there was just nothing redeemable about that game. Worst game ever. I don't know, man. I went through the one and thirteen seasons and yeah. several three and thirteen mm. seasons. The pre Harbaugh days of the nineties, oh, yeah. where ooh, yeah, there was a lot of visiting fans in the stands those years, oh, man. Yeah. So I mean, I, I've been through some rough times with the Colts since nineteen eighty four when they when they came here. But but in the modern era. Uh, yeah, that 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 that's probably the worst. Because I mean, zero for thirteen or zero for fourteen on third down. I mean, you know, negative yards rushing, or Nine excuse sacks. me, ne- negative yards passing through at least a couple of quarters uh, when you factor in the sacks. Nine sacks. Uh, it was just, there was nothing fun about that game. No, not at all. Um, so let's talk about something that's possibly even worse than that gun control now newsweek or i'm sorry newsday put this article out saying the democrats can win the midterms with a gun control platform they would remember when they had that story out there well here we are 24 hours away from midterm (laughs) elections here guy i want to get your reaction to that newsday article yeah i saw that it was interesting because they seem to be pumping up you know democrat candidates going hey man don't be shy around gun control issues you can go out there and you can you can you can spend your last 24 hours really hitting these hard because you got a chance to pull the midterms out and and they quoted some polls and i've seen these same polls over and over where they have these nationwide polls that are population based and they say oh look more people want gun control than oppose gun control. The thing is, when you look at the battleground states and you look at those people right now who are in tight races, whether it's in the House or the Senate, none of these Democrats in these battleground states want to take on gun control. N- none of them. Zero. And you can see that. I mean, you, it, Pennsylvania, Ohio, you know, you, you, you go on and on and look at the tight races and look at who the voters are in those states. They do not want to go down that road. I feel but, like 
even Beto tried to back off a little bit in oh, Texas, yeah. running for governor there. I felt like he yeah. tried to walk back. It, it just cracked me up because you know, in in the in the face of what we hope is a complete you know red wave here, they're saying you know ignore the man behind the curtain. We can still win this, and we can do it on gun control. And I I had to say my 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 initial reaction was to chuckle at it. Right, because Beto is the face of gun control, sure, and he's having his ass handed to him in Texas. Yeah, because he finally woke up and realized he's in texas <laughs> right <laughs> and people in texas last yeah. time i uh, checked they enjoy a good yeah. firearm from yeah, time to yeah. time he finally woke up because you know again i mean that was his whole platform you remember you remember the presidential uh candidate debate among the democrats where he says hell yes we're gonna come take your rifle and somebody finally tapped him on the shoulder and went yo beto you're in texas well not only that but somebody should even, even bigger picture uh, excuse me beto Democrats are gun owners too. Yeah, well, good point. Well, and 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 on that point, have you seen the numbers in terms of gun sales over the last not just week or or, or weeks or months? Have you seen the trend? It's pretty dramatic. Thirty-eight straight months, I believe, gun sales top one million in October. That's thirty-eight straight months. So. What does this mean, if anything, as we start getting election results tomorrow? Well, I think what's interesting is you look at this trend and look, you know, with with COVID and the, all the, the unrest and the riots and, 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 and people being murdered and businesses being destroyed, 20 and 21 set all kinds of records for gun sales. And so we're down a little bit from there. But we've maintained this trend of now, as you exactly as you said, Jason, for 38 straight months, we've we've sold over a we the gun industry have sold over a million guns per month in in, in the United States. What the, what's that telling you is yes, people like me are still going out and buying another gun. But what I see in my training classes, what other instructors like me see, what gun stores are telling me is we've got an incredible number of new gun owners. And, and if you're someone who's maybe has been kind of on the fence or you've been in the middle, you've been neutral on Second Amendment issues, and suddenly now, for whatever reason, because you're a single mother, because you're, 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 the crime in your neighborhood is starting to take off, whatever it is, you've decided, no, you know what, I want to exercise my Second Amendment rights, I want to have the capacity to defend myself and my family, and all of a sudden now you see which, can, which party supports your 2A rights and, and which want to campaign on limiting your Second Amendment Amendment rights. I think that I think that 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 foretells incredibly positively for Republicans in this next election. Are you seeing an uptick in training? Because oh, we yeah. say all the time, if you're going to be a new gun owner, make sure you have the training to go along with it. Are you seeing an uptick of training to correlate with these sales numbers? Oh, absolutely. You know, I I just had a gun law class. You know, where I just teach people how to stay on the right side of the law uh, when it comes to gun issues and and what is and is not not the justifiable use of force, including deadly force and self-defense. I just taught that Saturday, and and we didn't have enough chairs. We cut off, oh, wow. uh, we cut off registration early, and uh, we still had uh, more folks, uh, almost more folks than we can handle there at Indy Arms. So no, there there are more and more people, more and more new gun owners. And when you have that many more new gun owners, you have people who care about Second Amendment rights. And when Democrats, when Democrats want to make gun control and the erosion of your Second Amendment rights, one of their you know key planks in their platform, how do you think that plays out long term? Hey, what's the first thing as a licensed firearms instructor as you are? 
like uh, for a, be- a beginner course, like a guy like me, doesn't have much experience yeah. with that sort of thing. What's the first thing you teach your students? Like the first couple things, like the very first, you know, what do you need to know right off the bat? You got to hold it sideways like a rapper, right? That's that's rule number one, right? Well, hold on. No. Uh, no. no. Well, it's gun safety. No question, Nigel. I mean, we, I, every lesson, I do private lessons now. I'm not teaching the, you know, the, the group courses, the actual shooting courses. I'm just teaching my gun law class. But I do private classes. And, and I have an awful lot of people who come in, you know, usually couples or, or, or you know, man or woman and we go in the first thing we do we cover gun safety what are the rules of gun safety how do you avoid you know any possibility of hurting yourself or hurting another person unintentionally with a gun so we cover all the gun safety rules you know i wrote a book you know gun safety and cleaning for dummies and uh, you know and I'll, I'll usually include a copy of that in the discussion but go. it lays out the gun safety rules because what there are there's these established rules and a lot of times we just call them the four rules you go through the four rules if you follow those simple easily understood easily memorized four rules of gun safety it's literally impossible for you to accidentally hurt yourself or somebody else with a gun and uh, so we cover that first and then we go through safety and then we get into marksmanship you know uh, grip and stance uh, trigger control and sight picture and all those things and and get through all of that and and between the two we can make someone safe and we can make them a good marks a marksman or markswoman very very quickly and that's why it's a lot of fun to do cool Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. So the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Yeah. This is something that Todd Young has voted for. Yep. He signed off on this. And now, as a result of this, you've got the FBI getting squirrely with gun rights. Take me through this. Yeah. I mean, this uh, bill that that passed with, uh, I think, 12 uh, senators, uh, Republican senators. Todd Young being one being of them. Being one of them, voting for it. And, and, and again, I give him a lot of credit. He called me because I, I sent an email to his office saying, I really hope you vote against this. And, and the senator actually picked up the phone and called me. And we had, a, I don't know, 20-minute conversation or so. And I, I, was, I, I respected the hell out of that and the opportunity to talk to him. Obviously, I wasn't nearly as influential as I thought I was going to be <laughs> because he still voted for it. But it had a whole bunch of different provisions in it. And without going through all of it, one of the provisions was looking at uh, young gun buyers, uh, 18 to 20-year-olds. And one of the provisions of this so-called Bipartisan Safer Communities Act is that for 18 to 20-year-olds who are trying to buy a gun in a gun store, and by definition, it can only be a long gun, because under federal law, you have to be 21 to buy a handgun. So we're talking about you know a kid trying to buy his buy his first shotgun to go you know uh, deer hunting with with his dad or uh, you know or or, or to go start uh, in a sporting clays or trap or skeet or whatever it might be, and so we're talking about long guns by definition under under this new bill it's now the law is for 18 to 20 year olds they now can expand the background check they can look into their juvenile records that is things that are not a criminal conviction because they they happen they happen when they were they were under 18 they were juveniles and then secondly they can look at mental health records and 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 mm. and, and, and you start looking at that going man uh, you're a little worried about how that could be abused but what the FBI just put out there and my buddies who are FFLs who are federal firearms licensees meaning they own a gun store what they just got last week was a notification from the FBI who runs the National Instant Criminal Background Check system that that clears people to buy guns and they've said every 
for the foreseeable future, every 18 to 20-year-old who goes into a gun store and tries to buy a gun, when they go through the background check, they're going to be delayed. They're not going to be able to walk out of that gun store with that gun. They're going to delay them so that they can then, and they want their street address. I mean, well, gosh, what bad could come out of this? Right. Because that's not normally sent to the FBI as part of this process. And our Republican senator, who's been in the military, he's a Marine, I've been told, uh, voted <laughs> for this. He, he, he did. And, 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 and now every 18 to 20-year-old who goes in to buy a gun um, is going to get delayed, meaning the, the FBI is going to spend some additional amount of time, uh, up to 10 days, uh, digging into their background, trying to decide if there's somebody who can buy a gun. It, 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 it kind of makes a lie of the fact that NICS, the, the background check system run by the FBI, is supposed to be the national instant criminal background check system. Well, it's not in, instant if you're an 18 to 20-year-old. And, 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 if, and if I could, if I could editorialize a little bit on Todd Young, look, uh, he made a mistake voting for this. Uh, he catches a lot of heat for spending, obviously, including right here on this radio station. Uh, there's a lot of things that, that if I had him in a room, I would change about his voting record and how he approaches his job in Washington. But let me make one thing very clear, and, and even when I criticize him in kind of conversations like this, we need Republicans to win the Senate. We need Republicans to win the Senate. And here's why. You know, a lot of people you know, think, oh, it doesn't make any difference. I hear this all the time. Oh, you know, they both are big spenders. It makes no difference. They're just, a, you know, it's just the initial next to their name. Do you know who handles the confirmation of judicial nominees, including Supreme Court nominees? That's the Senate so. Judiciary Committee. Depending on which party is in power. Democrats or Republicans, either the Democrats or the Republicans, run that process. As somebody who cares about the laws in Indiana, about Second Amendment rights in Indiana, we need the Republicans to win the Senate. There's no question about that. So I always want to throw that out there and say, right. look, I'm going to criticize people when they deserve it, but let's not forget how important it is for Republicans to win the damn Senate. But we, the Hoosiers, need the Republicans to put better candidates out there. Yes, sir. Agreed. Absolutely. No, but this is the candidate we got. And I know people talk about holding their nose and voting and all that. I get that. I get that. I get that. But don't forget, don't forget how important it is because you want Republicans or Democrats picking the next Supreme, you know, confirming the next Supreme Court judge. How did that go during Trump? Fabulously. How has it gone so far under Biden? Not so great. So this is huge, and it, and it really impacts the future of this country, and I don't want people to forget that. Where can we get more information? Uh, RealfordLaw.com is uh, where you always want to uh, look for me, RealfordLaw.com. Guy, thank you. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks. The Hammer and Nigel Show.